0: You're listening to the Hustler Hot Seat podcast, episode number 22. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through the five steps that I took to not only successfully rebrand this podcast, but also my business. There's a lot more to it than you think. You're listening to the Hustler Hot Seat And I'm your host, Kirsten Perry. I help young entrepreneurs turn their passions into profit building businesses. From marketing for your niche to partnering with your ideal clients, I'm here to help, and so are some of my fellow entrepreneurs. So grab a coffee, sit back, relax, worry about the hustle later, and let's get to it. So, I want to start this episode off with a little bit of an explanation. I realized that I rebranded this podcast without actually letting anybody know that I was doing a rebrand, and it was kind of confusing for some. So six episodes ago, I made the decision to rebrand this podcast and change the name. So if you've been following me from day one, you'll recall that the podcast used to be called Hustle Her, And after hearing a few comments from listeners about how the name wasn't very inclusive of all genders, I decided to do a little bit of work on my end to try and change that. The comments came not only from the name itself, but also the intake form that I was using wasn't very gender inclusive as well. Deciding to do a rebrand isn't always easy. And it was incredibly hard for me because I was super passionate about the name and the concept behind the brand that I completely disregarded the fact that our world is ever changing. And we have to kind of accommodate for all people so that they don't feel excluded. After planning out this rebrand, I decided to compile a list of steps that you would need to take the next time you decide you're going to rebrand. Either that's your business, your personal brand, literally anything. It could be a YouTube channel. It could be a video series. Whatever it is, if you're looking to rebrand it, I've written down and I've compiled the five steps that I took to do the rebrand. And I'm going to walk you through how to do those today. So the first thing that I want you to do when you decide you're going to rebrand is do some internal work. Now, what I mean by internal work is really taking a look at who you are, what the brand is, and figure out why you are doing the rebrand. Do you feel like it is necessary or are you just bored? What does the brand mean to you? How do you want this brand to be portrayed to the world? If you do a rebrand, what could you potentially lose from doing it? Do you already have an existing reputation? Could that reputation be put in jeopardy by changing the name and changing the style? What problems will this rebrand solve for not only you, but your audience? For me, the podcast, I knew that eventually the podcast wouldn't suit my needs because the whole concept behind it was providing entrepreneurs with the necessary tools they would need in order to level up in their business. On this podcast, we talk about things from mental health and wellness to the tools and tricks that you could use to make your business better. How can you use social media better? How do you hire an accountant? What are the common issues that entrepreneurs have when they first start their business? We touch on all of these things, and I don't necessarily think that the end goal for me was to pigeonhole it to only women. So I decided to rebrand from Hustle Her to Hustler, and now it's inclusive of all genders. For my business, I originally had a company called Keylor & Co., and that company is still in existence, but instead of... Branding and advertising as the business, I have shifted my strategy a bit to advertise as me, as my personal brand. And I want my face to be the face behind it. So that's why I went and I kind of dissolved all of the marketing outlets I had for Keylor & Co. And now I just do all of the advertising from my main Instagram account, my main Facebook account, and I advertise as me. I had to spend a lot of time thinking about what I wanted to get from my brands. I had to figure out how these brands were serving my audience and if I could serve them better. It all starts from the inside. When you first built your brand that you currently have, it started with you. It started with a passion and a drive to do something, to make change, to create a different product create a different solution so naturally if you're deciding to rebrand and kind of shift gears you have to start inside as well step number two after you've done your internal work is to do some external work so how well do you know your target audience is this audience the audience you want to be serving what does that audience want How can your product or service benefit your audience? How will the rebrand improve the lives of your existing and your potential customers? What kind of impact will the rebrand have on your community? These are all things you need to ask yourself before you decide to launch any kind of rebrand and honestly any kind of brand in general. You have to do an overview of the market. Does your product or service have a need in the community? Or are you creating something that already exists? If you are creating something that already exists, how are you going to differentiate yourself from your competitors? Will creating a rebrand or going through with a rebrand help distinguish you from your competitors? Is it something that's going to put you above and beyond them? Or is it going to do more harm than good? If you already have an existing reputation with the community, will doing a rebrand confuse them? Will you have to explain to them why you're doing the rebrand? All of these things need to be taken into consideration. If you take a look at my example for my podcast, I went on my Instagram and I started asking questions to the listeners. I asked questions like, what content do you want to hear about? Do you like when we have single voice or multiple voice? I reached out to some of the listeners on Instagram to ask them their input. I asked some of my closest friends what they thought about making a more gender-inclusive podcast style. For me, I came from a small city, and that city is Windsor, Ontario, But when I came to Toronto, things were so different. Things are so progressive here. And honestly, people are more open. So when people come to me and they say, I choose not to identify as him or her, it at first kind of caught me off guard. And I didn't know if hearing a couple opinions from people who I barely knew and then deciding to completely rebrand My entire podcast was a good idea. So I went to my closest friends. I was like, is this appropriate? Am I making the right move? Does this feel right? How do I know that this is the right thing to do? I had to get outside of what I was thinking internally and reach out to people externally and ask them for their input. I had to learn more about what my audience wanted to hear and learn about. And honestly... For the male listeners that i have out there they also want to hear from men yeah of course they want to hear from women but we need to have men also on the podcast and there's going to be no guests that want to come on that are male identifying if the podcast is named hustle her for my personal business i completely changed who my target audience was i went from wanting to target corporations to then wanting to target entrepreneurs. And I knew that because that was such a drastic change, I needed a whole new face for my brand because I wasn't speaking to the same people. I wasn't speaking to the the corporate employees who I was trying to get business from. Now I was speaking to particularly female entrepreneurs. So I needed a very female-facing brand, one that would resonate and connect with this new target audience that I had. After I realized that, I went in, I did some research, I looked at what works, what doesn't, and then I kind of made the change. After you do your internal work, you're then gonna go and you're gonna do your external work. These two steps cannot be skipped because you wanna make sure that you're making the right decision for your brand. Step number three, you're going to create a brand board. So what is a brand board? Essentially, it is a file that outlines the logo you're going to use, the colors you're going to use, the submarks, which are any other design elements that might be incorporated with your logo. You can include any alternative logos you're going to use, what font is going to be used, different design elements like lines circles flowers if necessary your brand colors are going to be incorporated on here anything that has to do with this new face for your brand you're going to pop it all on one file for me i created one and it outlines everything it outlines style inspiration when i create content What type of content am I going to create? The goal here is that if you handed someone your brand board, they could take your brand and run with it. When you start thinking about giving your brand a new face, you have to think about if your colors are going to change. If they are going to change, what are they going to change to? What is the purpose behind the colors you're using? Will the colors be redefined? Are you changing your logo? Are you adding different design elements? Are you using a different style of content? All of these things have to be kind of taken into consideration and I've found it easiest when I put them all under one file. I'm going to go into my podcast example again. We did change the name for the podcast, but we kept the same logo. And the same brand colors. If you've been listening for quite some time, you will know that purple is the color of this podcast. And even though we changed everything to make it more gender inclusive, purple is what resonates with our audience. When people go onto my Instagram account and they see the color purple, they associate it with the podcast. And that is something I knew I didn't want to change. However... With my business, when I completely rebranded, I gave it a new logo, I gave it a new name, it had a new face, it had new colors, new everything. The style of content I put out was different. The captions I created were different. Every single thing about the brand was different. And I wanted that because my old brand, A, wasn't lighting my fire anymore. I wasn't passionate about it. I didn't get excited to create content for it and B it's a completely different business yes I'm offering the same services but it's a whole different style it's a whole different voice the copy I'm putting out is different so I gave it a brand new face so after you've done your internal work And then you've done your external work and you've finally gotten to the creative part where you get to give your brand a whole new look. It's time to move to step number four. It is time to make your announcement. Now, before I get into this step, it's so, so, so important that you do not rush this point. You do not want to skip steps one, two, and three and rush into making an announcement about how you're doing a rebrand without having done the research and the creative aspects of it. When you do think you're ready to go out and make that announcement, it's time to communicate to your audience and the rest of the community that the rebrand is happening and why it is happening. Usually the best way to do this is to announce it with a bang. So either you're offering something for free to give to your potential audience. You are creating a video to explain. You're creating a podcast episode to explain it. Something that is going to stand out much larger than just a simple post. For me with the podcast, I will admit that I made a bit of a mistake in this section, in this step. And I didn't really make an announcement. I made a post on Instagram. I said, hey, the podcast is changing. Here's why. But for the people that listen to the podcast, and yeah, I'm talking to you. And if you don't follow my Instagram, you would never have seen that announcement. So six episodes later, I'm making this and I'm deciding to let you know that I've rebranded and this is why and these are the steps I took. This is not the way I recommend you do an announcement for a rebrand. For my business, it was a little bit different. I announced the rebrand on Instagram on both accounts, the original business Instagram account and my personal business Instagram account. Then I went on and I did a video on my story to just let everyone know why it was happening, what they were going to see. And honestly, I lost a couple of followers on my Instagram account who weren't following me for business-related content. They were following me for personal-related content. And that's totally okay, but I wanted to make sure that... I communicated why I was doing the rebrand with my audience, whether they're going to be potential customers or not. So step number one, we're doing internal work. Step number two, we're doing external work. Step three, creating the face of our brand with our brand board. And number four, we're making the announcement. The most important thing to remember about step number four is that you do not want to rush this. When it is time to make the announcement, it will feel right, but you do not want to skip the previous steps before you do this. For the last step, it is now time to deliver. And how do we deliver? Trial and error style. It is now time for you to take all the research you've done, all of the creativity you've poured into this brand. Following the announcement, it's time to deliver your content. It is time to deliver the content that reflects the new style of brand that you have created. But the most important thing here is I do not want you to wait for this content to be perfect. Trial and error style is everything. As an entrepreneur, I have been at that point where you're sitting at your screen trying to make your Instagram feed look perfect and... By the time it's 10 o'clock at night and you haven't gotten it, you just say, screw it. I'm not posting. And you let it go. I've been there. I know what it's like to try and wait for things to be perfect. But you know what happens when you do? Nothing. You sit. You're stagnant. You don't post any content. You don't get new clients. If you wait for things to be perfect, you're never going to get there because things will never be perfect to you. What I want you to do instead is I want you to try one thing, review how well it performs, and then revise your strategy if needed. For the podcast, when I did my external research and I asked my audience what they wanted, they wanted more interviews. They wanted to hear from experts in the field. So what I decided to do was I alternated One week, I do a single voice episode. The next week, I do an interview. And that's how I've done it for the past, I want to say, 10 episodes. And it's worked really well. People really like it. This is what my audience wanted. But I didn't know if it was going to be successful or not. All I could do was try it, wing it, basically. I wing everything in my business. And when I saw that it was working, I just continued it. If it wasn't working, I would have changed it up and tried something new. For my business, I am always doing trial and error. The content I post on my Instagram account varies. And sometimes I post a quote graphic, and it definitely doesn't perform as well as a photo that has me in it. But I have to really hone in on who I'm speaking to am I providing value is my audience responding to it if the content I'm putting out is not performing well then I revise a strategy to create something new and try that instead always 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 trial and error if you're putting out content and you're not seeing the results that you want it's time to revise your strategy Don't just continue to put out the same content and then complain that it's not working. Everything about entrepreneurship is about trial and error. Figuring out what works, taking what doesn't, revising it, and making something new. These are the five steps to a successful rebrand. Number one, do the internal work. Figure out why you want to do a rebrand. You created your brand in the first place, which means there's some passion in you for the product or service that you're offering. If you aren't 100% on doing a rebrand and you're only doing it because that's what you think everybody else wants, it's not going to work out. Number two, do the external work. You have to do the research. You have to figure out what your audience wants. If you put out content that the audience doesn't want, what is the purpose? At the end of the day, you'd just be wasting your time. Number three, create a brand board. Get creative. Create the face of your brand. This is so important. This is what the audience is going to see. This is how they're going to distinguish your brand from somebody else. Number four, make the announcement but do not rush if you have an existing business it is so important that you make an announcement to tell people that it is changing and if you don't it's going to leave them confused it's going to leave them frustrated and that is the last thing that you want number five you deliver that content and how do you do it trial and error style Always, always, always trial and error. This is the part you get to be excited about. This is where you get to create the content for this new brand that you have put out into the world and really show people why you're passionate about it. You get to show people what is inside that is yearning to come out. So those are my five steps to a successful rebrand. I'm telling you right now. I don't get it perfect every time, but these are the five steps that I've found work. If you are thinking of doing a rebrand, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Let's work through this together. I want to help you. That is a wrap on this episode of the Hustler Hot Seat Podcast. I want to take this time to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I cannot even believe we are on episode number 22. I can't believe that if you're still listening to me ramble on this podcast that I've kept you for this long. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. If this podcast provides you with value please, please, please do me a favor and give me a five-star rating on iTunes and spread the word. I can't grow this community without you, and it would mean the world to me. So until next week, thank you again for tuning in, and I look forward to serving you some more badass content next week.